two, one. Hey guys, this is Moose. Uh, come check us out on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash Gaming. Cool. Hit it, Risky. everyone and welcome to episode 140 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week, as always, my jerk of a co-host, Moose. Dude, I was just doing as directed. You mimicked exactly what I told you to say for the intro in it my mimicking good. voice of you. nailed it. <sighs> Whatever, right? dude. Happy episode 140. listeners our way, I don't know what will, man this giant zit on my forehead that you can only see at twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic gaming. Hmm. <laughs> That's um, a good way to get viewers in. Use a uh, C Dolo's next time. I'll uh, just copy and paste it and throw it in the, in the thingy. Sounds like effort. The show notes. Yeah. Copy. And p- you know, what? I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, Hey, this is a gaming podcast. Welcome to the gaming podcast. Um, episode 140, Moose. We did it. We made it 140 episodes. 14 times 10. I made it about 90-ish, but yeah. That's true. Everybody keeps leaving, and then I have to... 10 I, more, and you got to find yourself a new buddy. No, you got to find yourself a new buddy. I'm the last one out. Oh, this is all you. You think, you think I'm going to run this <laughs> ship? It'll go straight into a rock, sir. Oh, all right. Before we get into the podcast, we do have a community play coming up this weekend, uh, January, Saturday, thir- Saturday the 30th. So this Saturday, uh, we're going to try to start around 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you're interested in playing, we're going to be playing some Titanfall 2 and Rocket League and or Rocket League. It depends. We'll see. We'll take the temperature. We'll see how many people we have uh, and we'll go from there. But did you say Titanfall 2? Titanfall 2, dude. Oh, boy. I got to get that downloaded. An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, so do I. I know I have Rocket League downloaded. I did not have Titanfall, but I think Soccer Greg was like, yo, what about Titanfall 2? And I was like, oh, my God. I forgot that was a game. If I complete the eight-hour campaign for, like, the fourth time, does that count for a game? Um... Man, I never thought about repeats. Like, what if you... It's real good. It's a real good campaign. No, I know it is. It's tight. But I was thinking, like, what if you replay, like, The Witcher or something, but go down a more darker path? Does that count as a game for you? Finish The Witcher. Well, no. no, I mean that's not gonna, that was I a bad know, example. I you're speaking hypothetically, but I'm asking you to finish The Witcher. Yeah, I'm not even going to say anything about it. If it ever happens, it's it's just it's going to be a surprise, and I'm just going to bring it up one day. There's no putting deadlines on it. Not going to happen. Uh, if you don't finish it on every console or platform that you have it on, it didn't happen. So, I thought it was just if you didn't beat the bloody Baron quest line on every console or platform then it's like you never beat it yeah i didn't beat it um all right well you brought up a game of month this is sweeney's little shenanigans that he's getting us all into uh we're all trying to well a bunch of us in the community are trying to beat one game a month and this has turned into people beating a whole lot more than one game a month but it's quite a pissing match isn't it it it, but uh these guys are also going for gamer score right now as well. I so I think if they get 10,000 gamer score, they get some X amount of credits on for Microsoft or something. It's part of the it's rewards. Like 10,000 gamer score, you get 10,000 points. Okay, which I'm assuming is substantial. Yeah, it's like, um, I think it's like 
8,500 points is what I saw the other day for like a $10 gift card. Okay. And it was on sale. I guess so it depends on how easy like the games are. Dollar or something, you know? Yeah, right. Okay. Well, uh, anyways, I kind of, at the end of each month, I kind of want to go over what people have beaten, like the people that are letting us know what is being beaten. Uh, so I'm going to go over that quick. Uh, for me this month, I knocked out Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and The Last of Us 2. Moose, you knocked out Dirt 5, and this is kind of a spoiler for what you've played this past week, but you beat Link's Awakening. I did. Uh, for Sweeney, I have Mafia 3, Fallout 4, which Fallout 4, that is... That's a lot of game, so good for you. I, Mafia 3 wasn't short either. Uh, it, and then something called Fractured Minds. Not positive what that is. Chaotic, he knocked out AC Valhalla and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Blade, Pokemon, Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That was on his top five, I think. So he knocked that out. So go Blade. played five games? or What? Because he played five games last year? or No, that was his number two on his top five. For game of the year. Okay. I thought he was just trying to fill spaces. I don't know. I, I mean, that's it, a long title. Uh, Rocker knocked <laughs> out Control and Indivisible, Shine, Dragon Quest Eleven, Chasm, and Hitman 2. Some substantial games. Uh, Carpe Adam, Death Squared, Tekken 7, and Call of the Sea. Kaboski, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Gears Tactics, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and then the man who beat the most games, Sir Moxalot. He had Need for Speed Heat, Call of Duty Cold War, The Gardens Between, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Fractured Minds. So, Mox is taking this seriously. Or he's taking the Gamer Score Challenge seriously. We're going to have to see uh, if he continues to keep knocking out this many games after his 10,000 Gamer Score is up. What do you think? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I uh, was getting a little worried there towards the end of the month, but I was able to uh, mop a couple of them up. So, I like good it. challenge there. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it right now, Sweeney, but we'll see in November. That's <laughs> I feel like I I was into it now because I had a couple games that I only had to play between like three and five hours of to to knock mm-hmm. them knock them out. So we'll see. Because I had, don't think I have anything like in the works right now for what I'm going to be playing in February. So going to have to figure something out. But Yeah, well, you can't go too quick or you'll have just add one to your January list. So. Yeah, I should have just waited for to finish The Last of Us 2. I should have just saved the last half hour of it for February. I messed up. That's kind of what I did with Link's Awakening. <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, I probably could boot up Link's Awakening and finish that one up. I don't think I yeah. had. I don't think I was too I, far behind you. I got to the final boss fight, and then I, I let her cool off for a week or two and then went back. I actually... Well, if you want to go into that, we can start talking about that. Yeah, hey, another week in games. What have we all been playing, Moose? Tell me about Link's Awakening. You beat it this week. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the wind fish is free, and everyone is happy. And um, this game's really old, so does anybody care about spoilers? Nope. I will say so, you are, you're clear on this one. As Biggie Small said, it was all a dream. So... Do you think that's um, the worst like cop out of storytelling? <laughs> like, oh, turns out you were dreaming the whole time. <laughs> the whole time it was a dream, and the island disappears, and you're just floating adrift out in the sea still. So, was there a Link's um, Awakening two? I want to know what happens while he's out adrift at sea, or was it just the next Zelda game that came after? Yeah, that? it's but, probably just the next. It's Majora's Mask, or which no. I hear they're making a remake of, which sounds cool. He landed on a beach, and then he found a mask. And then right. the next game starts. 
I clearly don't Zelda, so. You could work at Nintendo. I should work at Nintendo. But then you'd have to live in Japan, and this would be way more difficult to do a podcast. Yeah, we think the time zones are tough now. (laughs) (laughs) That's like literally like 12 hours apart, I think. It would just have to be like when I woke up in the morning and when you were getting dinner ready. (laughs) Exactly. Perfect. Um. All right, cool. So you you knocked that out. Um, I did. I uh I went into the color dungeon, which is like a secret dungeon that you have to expose by pushing a bunch of tombstones in the graveyard. Okay. You know, in a certain pattern, and went down there, fought the boss, and got myself the uh, red tunic, which gives me extra power. So my hits are you know they do more damage. And then I went in and took me, I don't know, two or three times in the dungeon. Sorry, Ryan. And uh, <laughs> finally uh, beat. So it's like, I think it's the fourth phase of the boss. You have to go through six phases, I think. Oh, man. And the, the fourth phase of the boss is the one that I couldn't figure it out, figure out where he, uh, he throws like five fire bats at you, which you can just run from side to side and avoid it. But then in order to hit him, you have to you know, avoid this like spinning spear that he throws at you and then either do a charge attack or hold down your attack and do one of those big spin attacks. And you have to do that like five or six times and I could not get it done. So I strategized, I caught me a fairy, put it in my bottle, <laughs> um, you know, got me the red tunic, went back in there and uh, I slayed that beast and all the nightmares are dead and and it was all a dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. Uh, did you enjoy it though? It's a it was yeah, a hell of absolutely. a remake. Yeah, I, you know if if they can remake all the old Nintendo games just to share that you know with the next generation of gamers because I want my daughter to play that game, but I'm not going to tell her that there's guides and stuff and see oh, how far she God. gets. I don't I don't think anyone in this generation or generations going forward could figure out a game like Link's Awakening without guides. No, because even in the new Link's Awakening, they have those little telephone booths everywhere that where you literally phone give a you friend. Clues. Yeah, where those clues you had to call the hotline of Nintendo Power to pay like a dollar ninety nine a minute to get these riddles that then you had to solve in order to get a clue for the game. Yeah, not great. <laughs> so, Nintendo's always been uh, about that money. Yeah, for sure. Who I isn't? Think this though, game is right? still sixty dollars. I looked when I said it. W- it might be one of the ones on sale. Nope. Nah, bro. No such luck. Nope. Dang. Yeah. Always hop on the ones that you do see there. Although I feel like, what was the uh, the one they did with Ubisoft? Uh, that one's always on sale. Uh, the, the, like, Rabbids, X- Mario Rabbids. Oh, Mario vs. Rabbids or something. Yeah. Mar- yeah. That one I feel like is discounted, and that's just because it wasn't just them. Because <laughs> like, it's a strategy game, too. And yeah. I think a lot of people don't like them, like myself. Or maybe we're, I'm just too dumb for them. Yeah. <laughs> There's just too I much hate- strategy in the strategy games. Well, I just hate doing things over and over and over again. I do that enough in, like, Destiny, trying to solo things that you shouldn't. <laughs> just beating your so, head against the wall. Yeah. All right, fair enough. But, yeah, Link's Awakening, I definitely suggest it. If you know somebody that's got it on their Switch, just get their login info and check it out. Nice. Um, and then I'll let you talk about Valhalla. You got updates for that one? Yeah. Um, so the names of these Vikings is getting a little ridiculous. There's an Ivor. <laughs> And then there's an Ivar, and then, like... You're just finding uh, it tough to keep track of them all? Yeah, but this <laughs> one guy, Ivar, he is a savage. So I think you, like, 
exile him earlier because he tries to double cross somebody and then he goes and helps this guy and uh he wants to kill this guy that like basically killed one of his friends and they have this epic fight and the dude gets lit on fire and he's dead and all of a sudden he just starts laughing maniacally and stands up and destroys this dude and it's just like damn bro that sounds great all right then that sounds like exactly what i want in my viking assassin's creed games to be fair it's the story is definitely ramping up so good i mean you said that you heard a bunch of people saying that once you roll credits on this it makes it all worth it right whatever bits you didn't like yeah and i assume it's like the other you know the last two assassin's creed games where there's a story ending and then you've got to kill the what do they call them in this one the big bad bosses uh, I call it the murder tree. Okay, yeah. I mean... But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That whole, like... Uh, it's it's literally a tree of people, of people, people you have to murder. Yeah. To, it's to, a family tree. <laughs> exactly. People to murder. Murder, tree. murder tree. And so that has an ending, and then once you do that, there's usually something in addition to the murder tree that kind of ends up the whole story and sends you into the DLC. So there's probably two or three endings to this game as well. Yeah, right. So you're still trucking on then? Yeah, I just, you know, play a little here, play a little there, and, um, you know, just see where I can get to. Because yeah. I think my power level is, like, in the 160s at this point. I said that's pretty high, isn't it? Yeah, I think the whole melee tree is filled out, so I'm kind of dabbling in the other things just to see what extra power-ups I can get. Okay, sweet. Because um, I, I hear that there's a bunch of uh, the little gold bars in the tree, so you can get a bunch of the extra attacks or whatever, you know, like the oh yeah, the Uber attacks or the, uh, what they're called. I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like a little stamina bar, and when you attack, right. when you use the special attack, it gets used. So this just gives yeah. you a few more you use right of trigger, those attacks. Left trigger, and then it does like a, a right. flying leap and yep. drives a stake through a guy's whole body. <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Through his mouth, out his butt. Dude, I have seen some disgusting <laughs> kills. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I am now just trying because if you hit if you use the bow and hit those people in their weak spots, the little glowing yellow spots, they go down and you can do like an assassination finish or something. One guy, you wrap his his ball and chain thing, one of the mace around his neck, snap his neck, and then whip it off and smash his head in. And that's just one of them. I've I've skewered and shish kebab so many people. Um, You're just into like murder porn, huh? Like the more graphic we can make it, I'll take it. It's insane. I don't know. Like, this how do you feel about, about Mortal Kombat finishers? This is beyond that for Jesus. sure. Oh yeah, this <laughs> that's is saying something. Gruesome. Like, this is like teabagging people in <laughs> multiplayer games. Like, you could just you know cut his throat and be done with it, but no, you got to make a, you know an example out of this guy. Pull his and, spinal cord out and then choke him to death with it. That kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, then you fair. you run around later in the village that you've sacked or whatever, and there's literally <laughs> just guys like stuck into the ground on spears, and like, so let, it's insane. It axes and heads, and to let everyone know not to mess with you. Obviously, I wouldn't. Pretty much, I wouldn't walk yeah, into I've, that town. No, I'm out. I've gotten rid of the stealth element completely. I just run in and start stabbing the first person I see and bring it on. <laughs> right, and Chad just the moose just watching Saw while he's eating breakfast. <laughs> Dude, I don't do that kind of stuff. Not the, not the scary movies. I watch like up to Saw Five, I think. Yeah, see, Saw's not like a scary movie though. That's just another like murder porn movie. Yeah. Just and then like... I, and then I turn thirty and you know done with that kind of stuff. 
I'd rather have it in my video games. That's what he said. Hey, if it's there, you know, I'm not going to turn it off. <laughs> I don't prefer it. I'm sure there's it's a just, there's a little box like, in some games you can turn off gore. Boop. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. No. Why would you? I'm he- I'm here for all that stuff. Like Bloodsport, I-, I grew up on that movie. So There you go. You know. So you probably watch the Saw movies while you eat your breakfast. I do not. I watch Fine. ESPN. I don't know. I think I watch TikTok while I eat oh, breakfast. There so. you go. TikTok and breakfast. Breakfast of champions. Four hours say. later, it's lunchtime. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guaranteed that's happened at least once. Oh, dude. TikTok is a deep, deep hole. You, especially like when you first get on it. Holy moly. You can lose days. Like, I don't know uh, if I talked about this on the podcast, but there was one where a lady like pretends to be her little her daughter. And she's like, Mom, let's play hide and seek. And she's like, okay, go hide. And I'll come find you. Four hours later. <laughs> Oh shit! Where's my kid? Because <laughs> he's just and been on TikTok opens, the entire time. Yeah, she opens a closet door, and the kid's just like, "Did I win?" Yup. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a bad parent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Great. You know, Good stuff. Yeah, Valhalla is super violent, um, but it's a game, so it's yeah, fun for sure. Um, all right, I'm gonna. I haven't been playing new console games at all, but I said I was gonna talk about uh, a couple more VR things this week. I mean, probably going forward here and there. But uh, uh, the first one I want to talk about was Population One. That was the battle royale that I had mentioned last week. Um, yes, sir. Tell me about it. Well, I've got three wins now. Dang, woo, bro! Woo. By yourself? To, uh, well, no. So, well, that's another thing. Is that Lou and Shopa are also on the quest quest gang now. So I oh, do have sweet. So I can't even play this game anymore now because you already found other friends. Yeah, you opted out and you were like, no, VR is dumb. It's going to collect dust. And I was like, whatever. Fine. I never said that. Okay. I but we're paraphrasing. Either way, um, hopped into Population 1, played it a decent amount. Uh, it's like your standard Battle Royale, except for it's much smaller. Um, you're only facing five other teams. So if you think about it, you're already, oh, wow. in the, you're already in the top six. Right. <laughs> so made it cool. Top five games, not too hard in this. Um, but once you're in there, it's pretty par for the course as far as a battle Royale game goes. Like if it was a standard battle Royale game, but when you get into the game uh, and you have to do things like flying, um, cause there's wingsuits so you can pull them. It's kind of just like pulling a parachute whenever you want it. Uh, and to do that, you just lift your arms up like a bird and that'll pull your wingsuit, I guess. So mm. then you can fly like that. Uh, every weapon has a different way to not only load a magazine, but then like cock it or whatever that second part is called, um, to chamber Rack the magazine. It, what? Rack it. Rack it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you load it and then you rack it. Uh, and you do that differently for every weapon in the game. So you, that's kind of like something you have to learn as well. But it's super tough getting into gunfights. And then in a normal game, you just like hit X when you run out of ammo in the middle of a gunfight and you keep going. But here you just like panic and you're like, oh, I've got to put in another magazine and then rack it. And it's just it's all those things that normally wouldn't be difficult in a standard Battle Royale game that are just a thousand times more difficult with this uh there's also climbing is a huge part of it so there's verticality 
uh, everywhere. You can literally climb on everything. You just like grip the controller. You can even like one hand climb. So you can have like your gun in one hand and you're just yanking yourself up the wall with the other hand. Uh, and then yeah. you can like shoot people while you're dangling off a wall or like while you're flying. And it's just, it's so weird to heal yourself there. You can find bananas and like cans of Coke around the map. And you just you need to like open the tab and then put the soda up to your mouth to drink it, or the banana you have to peel it four times and then eat it, just kind of so it's not like an instant thing. It's more of a timed mm. thing. Um, it, reviving a down teammate instead of just holding a button, you have to pull out like the recess defibrillator. Yeah, you pull out a yeah, defibrillator yeah. and you rub them together, and then you actually charge people or hit them with the the paddles when they're charged. Um, so that's different. Uh, and then obviously just like normal stuff like aiming. It's just, it's weird being in VR, but yeah, a couple wins, uh, more with, we're with randoms. We just played our first matches last night with, uh, Chopin Lou won our first game and then it was all trash from there on out. But, nice. um, yeah, dude, it's weird. It's, it's not the best looking game. Like if you hop in there, you're like, we're playing on like Xbox 360 graphics because it's in VR. So it obviously, right. No games are going to look amazing except for some of the like smaller, more story based games that don't have big open areas or multiplayer elements. But, um, yeah, take the hit in graphic fidelity for something that's just the dumbest, most, I don't know. It's just lifelike, dude. It's so weird. It's immersive. Super immersive. You can't get much more immersive than having to reload your weapons with your hands. (laughs) So, um, but the game's pretty, pretty standard though. Like I said, there there's trios and nothing else. So that's weird. And when you hop in, you're just talking to random people, which is fine sometimes, but then other times as you can imagine, it's just an absolute nightmare, but haven't run into too many loud screaming children that's not true there's been a decent amount of them a lot of young kids in vr so it's there's game chat in it so you can hear what's going on around you yeah yep and i had two questions for you how is the sound because i know sound is like a big deal in battle royale games as far as like hearing other people around you and all that uh it's good it it does well enough for me to be able to tell if there's people left and right, maybe spatially, like if something's above me, that's a little more tough to read. Um, uh-huh. I also play with headphones though. So I don't know if people that are just using the normal audio that comes from the quest, cause it has built in speakers, uh, that you can hear from, but I'm so playing with headphones. How do you, so you can fit the headset and then another set of headphones over the top or do you use earbuds? Or so what? yeah, there's their earbuds were like, one of them is way longer. Like the cable for it is way longer than the other one. Right. So that when it plugs into the side of the headset, it's not like in your face or anything. Gotcha. Okay. So you're not yanking it out or yeah. Like hitting it with your hand when you're trying to grab a wall or something like that. But yeah, audio is good. Uh, I haven't had a problem figuring out where people are. Like I can hear people coming up while they're climbing. Cause there's also different sounds for like, if somebody's wingsuiting above you, you can hear it. It's just like a parachute in Warzone, how you can hear okay. that coming in above sure. you. Uh, same kind of thing. I think climbing has its own noise, and the defibrillator makes its own noise. So the the audio is good. It definitely definitely helps out. Gotcha. And then my other question was, um, now I'm drawing a blank. I oh, talked about that question so, for too long. Yeah. Right. Uh, so this looks like this has some building elements in it. What are your thoughts? And are you still no build squad? <laughs> 
I'm 100% no build squad. I just can't do it. <laughs> nice. So it, it's weird in this game because the only way you can build is by putting away your weapon. And I feel like that leaves you super vulnerable. But I guess if you're getting shot at from far away, it's fine. Uh, but if you don't have a weapon out, you kind of just point in front of you and it'll put up where a wall would be and then you just click like your pointer finger like your trigger i guess and it'll just build the wall so depending on i mean it's definitely easier to build in this because you just kind of point sure. and click it's not what type of wall like it's just a wall it can go on the ground it can go above you left right in front of you uh so you don't have to do like stairs or cut out pieces of it and stuff like that but whatever you build you can also climb so it is kind of I'm sure people who are very, very good at this game are also very good at building as well because sure. it is a part of the game. But I haven't run into a match where I've lost because I'm not building. Like My opponent usually isn't building to get out of the way. They're using whatever cover there is uh, in the environment. So, Do you know how they do matchmaking as far as the rankings go? I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, okay. I've, I've, got, I've been placed with kids that you can tell have – just stupid good at this game because it only came out in december so it hasn't been out that long uh but you can definitely tell a skill gap when you run into a team that knows what they're doing and when you don't like we've smoked kids and we've gotten just absolutely wrecked the worst kids are the ones that you just see them climbing over everything with one hand and constantly shooting with the other hand so they're like flinging themselves up walls while they're shooting at you so it's impossible for you to hit them or the guys that trying to hit a fly yeah dude it's just it it gets tough um but super immersive super fun uh and they're gonna it sounds like they're gonna keep supporting this i'm sure we'll see a battle pass there's a free one in there right now so why wouldn't it be a paid one in a month or two um and I think this week they're putting out an update for like a night mode that's randomly going to go in. So you're going to play at night. I don't know what else it's going to do in a war mode, which I'm assuming is just a big battle kind of thing. So yeah. I think being the only legit battle royale on the platform, these guys are going full steam ahead, trying to make this the best game they can on the platform at least. So yeah, it's exciting yeah. being, being they in it be, early. Want to be the VR epic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make all the money. Start locking up those licenses so I can have Boba Fett jack jetpack on my back or something. I was about to say, you need to shoot some skins. That I'll never, never, ever be able to see. Uh, it was funny when we were playing, though, because uh, if I pick up a sniper, I'll usually go up somewhere high, obviously. Sure. Uh, and then I'll crouch in real life just so my hitbox is a little smaller. And then Lewis was up with me, and I was like, what does this look like? And I was laying down on my floor, like completely prone <laughs> prone. Cause I, I was like, do I actually go prone? But he said, my guy was just like snapped in half. Like <laughs> it only wanted to crouch so far, but then it wanted to do whatever my upper half was doing. So my dude was just like bent in half with his arms stretched out forward. <laughs> just, That's hilarious. Uh, no foot tracking. So they, got some, <laughs> they got some kinks to work out still. Huh? Yeah. I think until they put like sensors on your feet or something, it's kind of right. tough to, guess what the bottom half of your body would be doing because it probably doesn't expect people to be laying on the floor while they're playing this game so or do but, they i don't know i had to try it though but yeah that game's a lot of fun <laughs> do that get my vr set and i'm gonna be hiding in the closet camera like, <laughs> you're never gonna shot. find me <laughs> oh man uh yeah and i'll talk about another game uh after i let you talk some more but um sure. All right, what do you want? You want Watch Dogs Legion or do you want Dead Rising? 
Well, Dead Rising is basically going to be a, this game sucks, and I played <gasps> it for about 20 minutes. Oh, how dare you? It's terrible. Okay, let's say it's terrible nowadays. Right. Let's say right, it right, didn't right, age right. well, sure. No, not at all. Like, okay. That's what I was trying to, because I remember buying this for, was it the 360 or the original Xbox? Uh, 360. Okay. I remember buying this game, and you know I had a ton of fun with it. I, you know, There's not really a whole lot to it, just find things to kill zombies with right yeah <laughs> that's about it but uh it doesn't hold up too well uh, i could the hitboxes are completely off like you know i'm thinking intuitive controls where i can dodge attacks and no it's basically just spamming buttons and so i played it for about 20 minutes got an achievement for jumping <laughs> off the second level balcony <laughs> And, and that's deleted that. it. Yeah, deleted it off my Xbox. Oh, that sucks. What the next Dead Rising title has to offer. Well, did you have you played any of the other ones or just the first one? I think it was just the first one that I picked up. I think like going to the fourth one is that's like a pretty legit game compared compared to all the the older ones. Uh, I remember getting so frustrated in that first game where just people would be calling you and be like, we need help. But they all had timers on them. So you literally had to get to these people within 15 minutes or whatever. And then when they start to stack up and then you just like, I don't know if it was an X or what, but it would cross them out and they'd be like, well, they're dead because you weren't fast enough to get there. And it was the most frustrating thing. I always said that if that game didn't have the stupid timer or if there was a way to turn it off it would have been a thousand times better because yikes dude timer was the worst right so you'd be able to like treat it like a side quest instead of you know having all these timers going on at once because it's a little bit overwhelming yeah because each one would have its own like little individual story as well right. so it's like if yeah. you just couldn't get there that playthrough you were just sol like oh. and you, you literally had to pick and choose who got to live and who got to die and, that's you know. what it felt like right like did anyone get yeah. through that game and help every single person in that game I, there might be a way but i sure as i couldn't do it yeah i not, didn't give it enough attention not without dropping that difficulty all the way down to story mode if that was even a thing then who knows yeah exactly so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they have in the future as far as next gen Dead Rising. But uh, the one that was free, Games with Gold, this month, they can keep that crap. <laughs> Take it back. I remember seeing it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I wonder right. if anybody hasn't played that one. And, and I then... saw it was remastered, so I figured, yeah. you know, maybe they did some improvements, but they just kind of gave it a, a polish and fresh, a shine. Fresh coat of paint. That's exactly. it. Uh, well, not great. So, yeah, the other VR game I want to talk about this week is Echo VR. Uh, Echo VR, you're going to think Quidditch, Ultimate Frisbee, uh, all in a zero-gravity space arena. You know what I think? What? Ender's Game. Ender's Game, 100%. That's, like, exactly what this game looks like. Yeah. yeah, and I think I saw a lot of comparisons online of people like when they were reviewing the game. It was like Ender's Game in VR. Um, yeah, because it basically what have you read Ender's Game? I haven't read it or seen it. So okay, so I listened to it. You know, that's how I consume my literature. Cause yeah, yeah, because readings for chumps, right? Um, and uh, basically, is a, a simulation game that they trained military kids to play. And it basically taught him all the advantages and disadvantages of zero gravity combat. 
and, and, and you had yeah. like an ice an ice ray <laughs> that you could like freeze people with and then there was like a goal to like put your hand or your head you had to get five people from your team with their hand or their head on the other person's like doorway and then you won the game so so yeah i mean pretty similar except for you're throwing a disc instead of trying to put body parts through the goal but yeah there's a instead of freezing you can actually if you like hold bright trigger it turns your fist into like a glowing orb and if you hit people in the head uh it'll stun them temporarily but they can also put two hands up in front of their face to block but like if you're behind them and you grab onto them which you can do and then like punch them in the back of the head it'll stun them and they'll drop the disc uh and then you can keep playing but it's a four on four game uh you have like boosters on your hands. So kind of wherever you point your hands is going to be what you can fly towards. Uh, and then if you push in a stick, you can like halt your progress completely. Just like stop on a dime if you need to turn directions. Uh, but then, yeah, you're just kind of, it's four on four. Like I said, you're working with your teammates, throwing the disc back and forth. And then there's a diamond shaped goal that you can throw at. Um, it, I don't, as far as like a sports game goes, I think this is like, the best that you can do in VR because the just the idea of the game you couldn't do it anywhere right. else to make it feel this good. It's like Rocket League, but you're the car. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that game is 100% free on the Quest as well. It was oh, nice. developed by Oculus, so like they were creating it for their own platform as well. So this is like top-notch stuff, completely free, uh, and. It's just so much fun. You can grab onto everything in the environment as well. There's like random obstacles that you can kind of grab and sling yourself forward. Um, If you think about being in zero G or like how astronauts get around the International Space Station, they kind of just will like grab a handle and pull themselves and you have enough momentum just from that to carry you a while. Um, But you can actually do that in this game uh, on everything, including opponents and other people or people on your team. so that's a strategy for some of the people who are better at this. They'll like boost off of their teammates uh, to like sling themselves forward. Um, but yeah, another game where I've seen the skill gap be anywhere from people being like, "What is going on?" to these kids like boosting off each other and like it's we got sky surfers. Yeah, exactly. There, so there's a two point zone and a three point zone, a lot like basketball. Um, and we got beat like 17 to nothing to this one team Ouch. who would just boost right out the gate and just they were literally unstoppable but then we also would beat kids like five nothing sometimes and but you learned a lot probably from that thrashing didn't you yeah for sure and then when you see those kids in the lobby you're like yo how are you guys doing that like in the there's like a main lobby like hangout area where people go before they go into games or after you go into games um, yeah. instead of it putting you into another, another game immediately, you kind of go to the lobby and then decide if you want to play another game. Uh, so you can talk to these people. And I had two people on the other team just talking to me about the whole like grabbing and boosting off of each other thing. And they were trying to like demonstrate it in front of me because there's enough space to kind of practice these things in the big open area. So it's a, it's an interesting experience for sure, but it's just a game that I don't think works anywhere else as well as it does here uh in vr so that one was a ton of fun and the first person i thought of not that we're live on twitch right now but was ryan i was like ryan there's there's quidditch in space in the vr so that's there for you no broomstick though just just rocket hands which is even cooler so 
I don't know. That's fighting words to him, dude. Yeah. Well, good Nothing thing I don't have to cooler fight him live. Nimbus 2000. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, the Nimbus 2000. Nailed it. It's a good call. But, uh, yeah, that's my space, Quidditch. Uh, we can go over to you. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, I know, didn't you start playing this a couple months ago? Yeah, like when it came out. Right when it and came out. Valhalla came out like the next week or something did. And, and you're now realizing that you could have just waited until it was $30 and went at it again now? Yeah, I don't know. I like Ubisoft. I don't mind giving them money, I guess. Fair. So what are you doing? Did you they start treating their employees a little better than yeah. last year. Fair. <laughs> um, are you starting from scratch or just kind of picking up where you left off? Dude, I, yeah, I just jumped right in where I left off. I got no idea what's going on. Well, because you didn't get that far into it the first time, did no. you? Okay. No. I, I literally, I didn't, I don't think I did any of the story missions, maybe like the first one or two. And then I just started doing recruitment missions to get other people into my clan. Right. So you probably didn't miss out on much. Yeah. Not starting over again. again. Who knows? There you go. When you hop back in for the third time. Yeah. But dead sec is bad. That's, you know, we really need to know. That's all you need to know. So, but uh, dude, I am loving the like, contrast this has with Valhalla because you can like literally travel around the city via cameras if you want to like physically you can't but you know you could be right where you want and then you know set all the traps um you know lie your plans ahead of you and then go in and execute and it's just awesome to you know it's almost like a, a rune glyph bird puzzle where all right I'm gonna dupe these guys into this area this thing's gonna explode in their face you know what I mean? Yeah. So no, that's awesome. I, I feel like the second game did an all right job of doing some of that stuff, but uh-huh. Legion, from what I saw, was just a completely different ball game with the amount of things you could hack and manipulate and, I mean, really yeah. just set up for whatever mission you were about to take on. Right. And then, like, you can get caught in, you know, the GTA police chases, but you can literally put up these steel barriers behind you as you're running. <laughs> <laughs> they just smash into them, and then if the, any of the drones are chasing you, you literally can just drop them out of the sky. Like, just you nah. just shut them right down. Yeah, they just drop out. You just shut them down, and then they're like disabled for like I don't know seven or eight seconds. Enough time for you to get out of there for sure. Huh. Well, hacker's life's pretty easy then, huh? So far, but you know, I'm I'm very very early into the game and. Um, the gun I have is trash. Like it's literally like uh, taser on steroids. So I just shoot a lot of electrical charges at their face, and eventually they don't get back up. Uh, death by the electric chair. But I did finally yesterday unlock my uh, my platform from the construction worker. So that kind of helps you getting around a lot quicker because he he has like a hover platform that he uses to get around. Oh, just like a, a floating raft or like barge exactly. that floats yep. in the air. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty you can, awesome. You go up or down. It's basically like a lift, but it has no wheels. Just literally can get you anywhere that you need to exactly. go. Then. That's dope. So, so how many people are on your nail like, gun? So it shoots a nail uh, gun? Yeah, he shoots a nail gun. Yeah, that's it's hilarious. pretty deadly and it's pretty silent. So you just shoot people in the face with nails. So is he your favorite employee so far? So far, I think, yeah. <laughs> I have this like punk rock chick that's pretty cool too but she's got kind of an attitude tell her to tone it down and then she can be used 
Exactly. So, like, you can scan people out on the streets, and most of them only have, like, two attributes. But everybody that I've found that have, like, four or more attributes that can help me, that then I just go ahead and try to recruit them Sign and start that recruitment mission. And So I think I have, like, six people in my crew right now, and then I have, like, another potential eight or nine that I have to do the recruitment missions for. But I don't know. I'm sure if I wanted to, I could just play through the whole thing as – my character you know what i mean right with just the people you have so far yeah i think you could probably do it without you know unless the story makes you add people in the crew at, at points but which <clears> i mean it, that, it could do that i suppose yeah i think you could probably beat the whole game without doing recruitment and i'm sure i'm playing it on story mode too so you know take this all with a grain of salt the best way to play games that's how i play all of them because that's how they get beat that's Zelda <laughs> was a pain in my ass dude. the only way i'm getting through these games is if I... I don't have to play it on hard. Get my butt kicked up and down the street. There was no story mode in Zelda. That's true. Story mode in Zelda was Google. Exactly. It was just <laughs> Link's Awakening, boss fight, Link's Awakening, uh, Turtle Dungeon. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> check my Google history. You know where I've been. Oh, man. But, uh,. All right, so you're enjoying uh, Legion again. You think you're going to keep going with this one kind of simultaneously yeah. with uh, Valhalla? Yeah, I think that Legion feels like what I wanted Cyberpunk to be. So I'll play this, and then I'll play Cyberpunk, and we'll see which <laughs> At the end better. of next year when it's got a nice next-gen patch. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm going to wait that long. No? All right, cool. But I guess this latest patch has game-breaking bugs in it, too. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> I saw an article about... Uh, New workarounds for game breaking bugs in patch one point six or one point whatever it's on. Right Literally now. just never ends. Yeah. Oh, those it's poor a, it's guys. a complex game that wasn't ready to come out yet. Yeah, for sure. But all right, so that's what we've been playing this week. Uh you got anything else? Yeah, pick up Legion if you want. Uh it, when it's on sale, it's a good game. And it's one of those ones you can just throw a little bit of time into here and there. I'm not sure how much the story even matters, but you know. To some people stuff. I'm sure it yeah. does. To others, so, not so much. Yeah. Cool. So I, I'd suggest it on a sale for sure. Yeah, I think I'll. I think I feel like you can probably pick up Valhalla and Watch Dogs in like a two pack. Didn't they do that for like a hundred bucks or something? Like months bucks, and months I ago. Think. Oh, seventy. Yeah. Like that's, I want to say it was like seventy dollars for the two games. That feels like a steal for sure. Right. Just Valhalla on, a, on its own was worth full price, I would say, for most people. So. Well, I paid full price for both of them, so. So definitely worth it then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we get into the news, uh, Game Pass Roulette update. We have a new leader. Cue the hurricane horns. She's so fast. Hong Kong. Our current Sorry. leader. I sounded like a goose there. I apologize. Hong Kong. <laughs> uh, Moose, what's my time? So I don't say it wrong. 20 uh, seconds and then what? Hang on, 20 seconds, 586, 100 to the second. Yeah, buddy, 20, 586. Yep. That's the new time to beat, folks. Sweeney put one up there, and I was like, nah, you know what? We're going to hold on to our money this month, sir. So you guys got another week to get your times in. Uh, let's say we need them in by uh, by Monday, so have them in Sunday at some point, whenever uh, and then we'll we're gonna shut it down, and we'll announce the winner uh, next episode. Um, Dan's got to have his in by Saturday. 
Yeah, I mean, the most fair thing for everyone to do is get it in on Saturday so that Moose and I right. have a chance to beat it on Sunday. But right. if you're a 11.59 on Sunday kind of guy, you do yeah. you. You want to be a scumbag, you know. But hey. Live in the gutter. Hey, give us a shot. Give us a shot. That's we won't judge you. No. Not. Just might give you, you know, no. <laughs> the poo dollar. Boom. I don't know if you can do that through the internet, but we'll try our best. Figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Game Pass Roulette, it's a challenge month. Hot Shot Racing, just go under Time Trial, then go under Mountain, and then find the Frozen Freeway course. Uh, that's the course that we're all trying to run through right now and get the best time. Um, if you hover over that, you'll be able to see your fastest time. Uh, just take a screenshot of that and either throw it up in Discord in the Game Pass Roulette channel uh, or hit us up on Twitter at CAG Podcast and show us your time there. So I'm going to give the kids a little clue. Uh-oh. Why? It's, We're winning. It's all about that boost. All right. He's not wrong. Boost is quite <laughs> important. <laughs> you're not going to hit 25 seconds. If, you're probably not going to hit 30 seconds if you're not using the boost. So nope. utilize your boost, kids. Left lanes for passing, Grandpa. That's true. So, yeah, that's Game Pass Roulette. Uh, updated scores. Your lead man, Risky Kid. I'm flexing. You can't see it. But, yeah, get out there and beat that time. Uh, and then send in your screenshots to us. You guys got one more week. So get it done. Good luck. All right. Moose, you want to get into some news? Let's do it. Let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Well, um, it's been a rough one for Xbox. <laughs> but it, it worked out in the end. Right. <laughs> What's going on with them? Well, first of all, last week, uh, their social Game Pass's social media manager um, replied to somebody's, I want to say it was an Instagram post, saying where is, when is Fall Guys, or we want Fall Guys in Game Pass, and then Game Pass commented on that comment and said, it's coming. And not even an hour later, um, who are these crazy people that make the game? Whoever make Fall Guys, yeah. I... No, it's the one that does all the bloody moot, like, you know. <laughs> Good lord. Do I? <laughs> yeah, the one they have all the crazy videos for, like, the E3 and the Game Awards. Oh, Devolver? Yes. Okay, so they're the publisher of it. Correct. Mediatonic they, is the developer. There we go. Yeah, both Devolver and is it Mediatonic? I th- yeah, I think it's Mediatonic. Okay, both of them chimed in on that and both <laughs> screenshotted and tweeted saying, uh, "We have no plans of bringing Fall Guys to to Xbox or Game Pass." So whoever was on the Game Pass Twitter just was trying to yeah. will it into existence. It sounds like. Uh, it could also be another, you know, Phil Spencer. Another whoopsie? Yeah, basically it's coming at some point, but they are still trying to cross the I's and dot the, yeah. nope, cross the T's and dot the I's. Nobody's supposed to talk about it at all. Exactly. But this yeah. person knows that the deal's happening, so they're like, oh, yeah, it's coming. And I was like, no, God, we're not supposed to talk about that for another month and a half. Do you think uh, the same person that runs the social media uh, is this is Brianna McGame Pass or whatever that person that leaks all those stupid emails? <laughs> I think those are hilarious. <laughs> I think they are too. But no, this is definitely a, not the same person. This person's not 
good at their job. They're probably not working there anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're probably honest. fired. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, Fall Guy's not coming to Game Pass at least at any time not in the future yet. Right, we'll see. But then they really stepped in it later on in the week when they pulled, they dropped one of their old Friday afternoon posts, uh, and let everybody know that they are doubling the cost of Xbox Live. Doubling, dude. Yeah. What? 60 a year to 120 a year. And Didn't want to ease into it at all. They are just like, uh, screw it. Just double it. They're like, slide it out Friday afternoon. Maybe everybody's already drunk. Yeah. Everybody's a happy hour. They're not going to notice. Yeah. And uh, nope. Everybody noticed for sure. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> they got destroyed on the internets. Um, every podcast I listened to in the last week basically just said, uh, guys, what are you doing here? This is anti-consumer. This is against everything that you guys are trying to go do right now. Um, you're still charging people for free-to-play games. So if you want to play Fortnite, it's going to be $120 a year to play Fortnite. Yeah, hard pass. So not even 24 hours later, it was like Saturday morning, Xbox came out and said, uh, our bad guys, we're, we're not going to do that. Hot, just kidding. Yeah, and also everything free to play is now you won't have to pay for. So they actually improved upon their previous policies, but they had to uh, throw a giant pile of poo first in order to make <sighs> some changes. Yeah. Some people actually are thinking this could be a conspiracy that Xbox just wanted to do all this and... Um, then come be the you know the white knight to save oh, you know give me himself but there's no way because there's no way they would because they've already printed out all these games gold cards that are six months for sixty dollars and now they're gonna have to pay to get those shipped back because they're completely you know right if it was already printed up, printed on plastic cards that were being sent out to stores <laughs> you're uh, right probably wasn't <laughs> oh yeah yeah what a terrible I, like i i as soon as they did it if you looked at the math, all it was going to do is just make people sign up for Game Pass Ultimate, like no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Like, right. it was yeah, just going to be the better move. To do, but, but that's not the way know, to do it. No. And Netflix will bump up your subscription, you know, a dollar or two a year, but they're not going to double that crap. Yeah, because you lose uh, half of your Netflix, well, maybe half yeah. of your Netflix subscriptions, subscribers. Yeah. So, you know, think about the guys that. Strictly play 2K, strictly play Madden. So now they're going to have to pay $70 on top of $120 to play one game. Or that. So even just like the parents whose kids just want to play Fortnite, like that's all they're into. It's like first you're like, oh, awesome. Fortnite's free. Great. Roblox. uh, Right. All those free-to-play games. Even like Warzone for the older people, the older crowd. (laughs) It's just... Uh, man. So good things did come about it, but yeah, for sure. it didn't happen without uh, a little a little mud on their shoes. So, and they, oh god, there's no way they didn't see that coming. Like people right. weren't going to react positively, but maybe they just didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, or as poorly received as it was. Uh, so. I kind of think they did. They dropped it on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. They've done that before when they don't have great news, and they doubled the price of it. So <laughs> that's quite a, quite a lot. So Game Pass Ultimate is definitely the the greatest value in gaming, and games with gold use about was the worst value in gaming. So yep, they just want to cover all ends of the spectrum, I suppose. You but gotta love it. <laughs> way to go, guys! You fixed your mistake. That's all that matters. Woo! 
So, um, up next, Hitman 3 came out last week. It sure did. Did you uh, see the speedrunners that are already doing this? Oh, God, no, I didn't. Yeah, so um, they managed to get finish the first game in under 10 seconds. Or the first level, sorry. So Just like a sprinting a perfect on... path or something? Uh, let's see, I didn't see exactly what it was, but there's a video of it, and you can go check it out. See, they don't even walk up the stairs. <clears throat> the spashing marks they use an elevator in the entrance level. First shoots the wall to alert the target, stopping them from moving before quickly picking them off with a silenced pistol. Then all they need to do is head back to the elevator, complete the mission. So, popped out the door, popped him in the head, turned back around. Uh, how is that an entire mission? What? Eight seconds. Well, it's just poor level design. Like, I, I want to say there's like ten different ways that you can kill him. There's different costumes, different, you know. Right. So, I saw in a different Discord somebody pull up like the in-game menu, and there's probably um, I, I want to say it's a quilt of tiles, that's I don't know six by eight, so forty to fifty possibilities right. in the game that you know if you want a hundred percent that level you've got to do all the check all these different boxes. So absolutely nuts. I mean, if it's anything like the second game or even the first, there's just limitless possibilities right. on how you could beat them. I remember getting frustrated with, I think it was two just because it, it turns into more of like a puzzle game. And right, exactly. at times I just must not have been in the mood for it. Cause there came a point where I was at like a, it was like a red carpet rehearsal or like a party or dinner something. Party. A yeah, dinner no, party. It was a fashion show. A fashion show. I was show. at a mad mansion, and you had to, like, drop a chandelier on some it, dude. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure that was one of the ways to do it. But, yeah, I feel like you had multiple targets. And right. after yeah. getting caught or just whatever ten different times, I think I put it down. I don't even think I ever went back. So when Hitman 3, yeah. it, like, as awesome as it looks and how great the idea is, I don't know if it's for me. I'm sure I'll pick right. it up when it's uh, on a sale. But that's, um, you know, Shine yeah. asked, I think, the day before it came out, is anybody excited for Hitman 3? And I said, you know, if it shows up in Game Pass, I'll check it yeah. out. But that's about as far as I'll go with it. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with that, where it's, I don't know, never been super stoked about Hitman games. But I I understand why people love them, though. And they're well-polished games. Like, so, so yeah. Cool. Yes, sir. You want some Star Wars news? My favorite kind of news. Let's do it. It's- this is more of a little bit of rumor, but it's Jason Schreier's reported on it, so I can go ahead and say it's probably more than a rumor. <laughs> but uh, there's a new KOTOR game in development, and it's not going to be EA and Bioware developing it. That'll be interesting. Right. So um, a, a few people that are close to the project have like given clues out and stuff on Twitter. Um, but nobody's really going like, uh, let's see, VGC reported that, uh, the insider Bespin Bulletin, who spoke on a podcast said, you'll never guess who is making this game, but you know, somebody else tweeted out, if you really think about it, it's not hard to figure out, which I haven't thought about it at all, but this could be, um, very easily be the uh, massive game that um, Ubisoft's working on. Right. What? 
the first one was made by oh and lucas arts obviously has their fingers in it too right and so bioware made the first one but the second one was made by obsidian was it so and obsidian's owned by xbox microsoft now right and they're saying it's super obvious if there's another one that could be them obsidian seems super obvious but i don't know so, at a base level that seems like a possibility maybe i yeah i just know that the uh the future of star wars games are not in ea's bright. hands <laughs> well they you know they they still redeemed themselves a little bit with um the last two were actually good they had yeah fallen order and battlefront 2 was good by the time right it, it and ended. they and somebody else has spoke to say that they know that EA is working on a Star Wars IP and it's not Battlefront 3 as far as... Oh, interesting. Um, I, I would assume it's a sequel to Fallen Order. Right. Like, people love that game, so... <laughs> but I really want somebody to... Well, we've got questions later, so... We'll talk I'll about that later. Yeah. And... All right, what's up, up next? Up last, get your wallet out. No! Yeah. Okay. Apple's getting in the VR game. No, I just got in the VR game. I don't need to upgrade. Not to an Apple product. So this is the the headline of this is Apple's VR headset is reportedly ultra expensive and very niche. A weird. <laughs> yeah, kind of like everything they do. Besides but the iPhone. What do you think this thing's gonna cost? Thousand bucks. I mean, probably at least. I mean, the Vive right now, I think, when it's all said and done, that's almost a thousand dollars for a headset. Right. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least a thousand dollars. But is is this going to be AR and VR or something? Wasn't it like mixed? Um, everything I'm reading here is AR. Oh, or so no, VR. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, so I yeah I. I must have just caught a bad headline or something. I thought it said something about AR as well, but I don't know why they're doing this, especially if it's if they're already set out to make a super expensive headset. Right. Because then you still have to get publishers on board to or and developers to develop games for your platform. Yeah, and then people don't want to jump through the iOS hoops in order to get their games, you know, listed. It, Right, and that's the thing. So one thing, I don't know if I've really talked about it at all. Like with the Oculus, there's this thing called SideQuest, which is how you sideload a bunch of games that don't make it into the Oculus store. Um, and there's games that definitely should be in there but just aren't in there for whatever reason. So it's a great way to download uh, some free games but some paid games as well that are, are worth your money. But thinking, it, just looking at Android and Apple, like you can sideload stuff into an Android phone, but there's no way you're doing that with an iphone at least not easily if it's even right. possible like without jailbreaking it or something and i, I read know. further down it says the vr headset will feature many of the same features as a competitor but also some augmented reality features as well okay the development so some of AR AR glasses stuff. is early but is reportedly apple's main goal as the company sees ar as a more mainstream product versus vr so this is kind of a way for them to test all their AR stuff because eventually they're going to create an AR headset for people to be wearing around with, you know, robot glasses on. Oh, like the Snapchat glasses. Perfect. Google Glass. That thing works, That right? too. People wear those. I see them everywhere. Yeah. 
No, nowhere. No, literally no. nowhere. You also are country, so who's gonna have Google Glasses out there? I don't even have fields? internet that functions well enough to stream a live podcast anymore. Apparently, so I know. Who knows? <laughs> but so yeah, um, Apple jumping into uh, the headset game. All right, that's our news because uh, we got a lot of questions to answer. Well, speaking of questions, let's dive into the mailbag. Um, You've got mail. Hey, Zach. Hey, Moose, did something happen? (laughs) Yeah, I went to check the cast, and it says my recording has been stopped at 4 minutes 8 seconds. Um, And I'm in here by myself. Wait, maybe it's... Hang on. Uh, that might be the old dead window. Yeah. Okay. Let me dead. Let me kill that. Oh, thank that's, God. That's my bad, dude. So for people that maybe are listening to the the final version of this after it's been edited and chopped up, we've had a plethora of uh, stops and restarts and just technical issues. We're not even live on Twitch right now because the stream kept shutting down. I was getting kicked. Moose is getting kicked. I couldn't hear him. He couldn't hear me. And it was just a, a whole entire mess. But So hopefully we're still good. It's uh, got that country internet. People understand. God, it's not even that bad of internet. That's why I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what is happening. And I, this isn't the first podcast in the new house, so I don't know. Um, oh, But anyways, folks, it's the end of the month, which means this is a mailbag episode. So we have some questions from the community. Uh, I did cut out some of them because there was a lot but they were ones from the same people, uh, multiple questions. So um, if your question isn't here, some of your other questions are here. So there's that. All right. So first up, let's start with Ronan. He says, what kind of game by what developer would you like to see Lucasfilm Games partner with for a game from their IP? It doesn't have to be Star Wars or Indiana Jones, anything from their catalog of IP. Uh, I think you started to touch on this earlier. Yeah. Um, well, I want somebody to make that 1313 game or some sort of open world bounty hunter game. <clears throat> and, that'd be dope. Like a Mandalorian the game. Yeah, exactly. And really, like, I know all the Xbox lovers out there are going to hate this, but I want Naughty Dog to make it. <laughs> Dude, I, I would love the right? shit out of that. Heck yes. <laughs> Give me, like, the Uncharted version of Mando. The Mando. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I love it. Um so for me, I I actually I had to dive in and and look through uh Lucas it was Lucas Arts, right? Back then when they were mm-hmm. making games. Uh and it was a lot of it seems like a lot of their most beloved stuff was obviously Star Wars and Indiana Jones and then um a lot of their point and click adventures, um like Full Throttle, Day of the Tentacle, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um which doesn't interest me. It at all point and click adventure games i think full throttle would be really cool as like a third person type game well yeah that's isn't a, it about like a motorcycle gang I, and stuff that's what it looks like so yeah right that would be cool um but after digging through enough i saw that they actually made zombies ate my neighbors on, oh yeah that's that one of your faves on the snes dude i used to love that game and i don't know if it's <laughs> i don't know if it's a nostalgia thing Right. or what but yeah that was a cartridge that i would play like at friends houses all the time because i didn't have an s nes but um yeah i remember playing that game all the time and then 
I don't know. I think if you did that nowadays, it could be sweet. I could probably just play the old one, and it probably plays fine. And it, well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, After you and I, Dead Rising, I don't know if zombie games hold up that are old. And now. like with the new TVs, it it messes it up because I have a Super Nintendo in my basement, and like just the distortion of the screen, and like you need an actual CRT TV to. <laughs> I think you might. So so yeah and. Well, then let's remake it. That's what the question is. So, hey. um, Zombies yeah. Ate My Neighbors. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Did you play that one? No, I not the, to my recollection. Okay. Uh, I played a crap ton of uh, SNES games, so it could have been one of those blockbuster rentals that I picked up. Yeah. Uh, and then as far as developer, I was kind of like, I don't know. Uh, but I went with Behemoth. They were the people that made Castle Crashers, and that kind of just seemed like it could be a good fit. Um, they did Castle Crashers and uh, Pit People, I think, was their most recent game. But okay. they've got the art style down for what I would want uh, from that type of game. And the co-op beat em up stuff. Beat em up. Beat em up. Uh, thanks for the question, Ronan. Uh, <laughs> Soccer Greg. Oh, here we go. Ready for essays? Oh, boy. Soccer Greg has the best questions, though. At least you have to read. <laughs> Uh, what game mechanics do other people seem to enjoy that you find annoying? My biggest annoyance in loot and shoot hack and slash games is gear score. I feel like it should be on the player to look for stats they like and choose which loot slash gear they want. I don't like the feeling of uh, being cornered uh, because of the number is bigger or there are green arrows saying that it's better. I think I said that right. That yeah. Was- last part messed me up so i mean yeah not just opening up your inventory and be like well i better equip that because clearly it's better because it's got a a higher number or the green arrow like he was saying but i do think that a lot of times you have to look at the trade-off where it's usually like a power level and then a versus the abilities that a piece of gear might give you so there's kind of a trade-off there uh but as, as far as it being like a superficial number that doesn't mean anything i think that makes makes sense i understand that sure um so i think that like valhalla remedied this very well okay i don't know that's not the answer to the question but and stored instead of just you know grabbing the next sword that's better excuse me (laughs) excuse me i'm gonna cough sorry about that you're good and uh so instead of you know if you find like your favorite spear or your favorite Axe keep it the entire game something that just works for you you can keep going to the blacksmith in your village and it'll upgrade it to where you can like unlock a whole nother tier of upgrades on that weapon so you can literally play with the the sword that you started with if you wanted to well that's what yeah when they announced that all of the gear in the game was going to be named so it was all going to be different you were right. going to be picking up duplicates it was like well, there's got to be a way that I can use these things through the entire game, and sounds like they did that pretty well. Then, yeah, dude, I have my I have two different spears leveled up to, I don't know, I think I've upgraded them like six or seven times, and I am just skewering people with, like <laughs> your favorite thing to do. Handed. Yeah, dude, it is great. Um, well, did you have a, a mechanic that other people seem to enjoy that you aren't a fan of? Uh, you tell me, and I'm thinking about it. Well, for you. I, I think it's not as much of a well, – I mean, it's kind of a mechanic, like turn-based, like having to stop all action to, to make moves yeah. and then go, like let somebody else go. Like I know that's a, a genre in itself, but 
it's also the mechanic of the genre is turn-based combat so right yeah the strategy games in general um yeah i know those I aren't your favorite but there's definitely people dumb. who love them <laughs> <laughs> my brain isn't big enough to have fun playing these games i need to go pew 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 um for me and i it's weird because I don't think people really enjoy them unless they're like diehard survival fans or people. I, I don't know. Uh, my thing is stamina bars and like food gauges gauges. I, yeah. I hate. Yes. I think that's that, terrible. Okay, one too, no. Um, like in Daisy, I enjoy playing the game, but having to monitor how hungry my guy is and just how unrealistic, like I wouldn't be mad if my dude had to eat like, three meals per day cycle or something but yeah, this dude's hungry jerky and he'll be fine yeah this guy gets hungry after like 15 minutes of light jogging and you have to feed him again so he doesn't starve to death <laughs> i guess if there was more realism in those type of games uh it would be fine but as far as a stamina bar or like a food gauge where they just go down way too fast or you have like elite soldiers who can only like sprint for like 20 meters and then there's like <gasps> yeah gotta stop they suck wind for like double the time that they were running. yeah and i don't know if there's people that actually enjoy that so it might not be a great answer to the question but for like the purists who love survival games that they might love that but i don't yeah. like having to keep track of that <laughs> i like um, everything else in the games yeah i'm gonna piggyback onto that and um deteriorating weapons oh yeah that can that you can keep that crap over encumbrance oh that too yeah there's all sorts yeah but to me they're just think like no one likes over encumbrance right like nobody likes the fact that oh you picked up that 13th tin spoon and now you can't walk any further what do you mean i can't carry this giant platter with the other 43 (laughs) things in my inventory right so uh yeah sorry yeah why do you need to have weapons that break down does that that's the worst that's the only critique that i really have of breath of, breath the, wild of the wild is, yep. yeah you find this awesome weapon and then like halfway through a boss fight it breaks and you're just like oh crap and that also what leads else do i have right that leads to like i remember when i was playing that game it would lead to me hoarding my best weapons and like right? never, using, never them. using them and it was like yeah, am no i doubt. ever am i ever going to use this or it's just going to get beating people with sticks and rocks right and it's <laughs> uh, yeah that's not the best um and then there's another one that came from Greg. He says, what game do you think people have forgotten about that is most likely to have a large resurgence to its player base uh, akin to something like the division one? The answer to me is Anthem. I think that people enjoyed the gameplay, but ran out of stuff to do slash grind for, but think that with the revamp drop system and more end game content, the game could flourish in a reboot. I think a game that has done this really well is path of exile where they have continuously expanded their content. They even realize it. Uh, so when they release Path of Exile 2, it's just going to be a new campaign, but the endgame content that they have is staying because they don't want to split the player base and know there's a lot of content that would be missing. That's cool. I didn't know they were doing that. Um, yeah. Just keeping the endgame from the two of them. So you going into that's like with Destiny 2, they decided to blow up your entire vault. So instead of blowing up yeah, the entire they vault, and they then, just carried like, it over. And then put a bunch of content in a vault and people don't seem to be <laughs> and then that vault too. <laughs> Um, I was going to piggyback off Greg's answer of Anthem. I think Avengers is kind of in the same exact position where, where the IP is an IP that is so big, maybe only outshined by something like star Wars that you should have enough hardcore people slash just like Marvel fanboys that are ready 
to go. They're like chomping at the bit for more of this game. Uh, but because of the way it was released and how it's going now, until they do something with Endgame and give you a reason to come back, uh, I don't think people will. But if they did do that stuff, I could definitely see a huge resurgence of people coming back to this game if if they can get the end game right and the loot economy right and just everything right. in that game right. Um, because at, at its base level, you had Marvel characters that played differently, that were fun to play, and, and you just had, like, Marvel. Everything was covered in Marvel, and I love that. Uh, right. It's just that once you got through the campaign, you were kind of like, well... <laughs> But you keep doing this same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, just so I don't know if they fix that game up. I think it could definitely come back with a vengeance. I hope so, at least. So right. So yeah, that's See, me. My mine is more of a hope and maybe even a prayer at this point. But uh, I'm hoping that Cyberpunk comes back into the headlines for good things and not bad things. For good reasons, yeah. It seems like every time you open the Googler, they're they're another lawsuit's been filed or they're being investigated or the game's still trash and you know i really hope that come next fall or this fall i'm sorry um that it's you know things are fixed and everybody loves the game and it's what it should have been when they released it in a playable spot at least because i saw today when i was doing some research on the news uh they had the the biggest digital release day of gaming in history was for cyberpunk yeah so they basically i I believe that means that you know they that was the highest amount of digital copies of any console ever sold sold ever yeah right nuts so you know there's there's eight million people out there that if they haven't gotten refunds that are are hoping and praying the same thing i am so yeah that could be and that's another game where it's like so much of it was good like the mm-hmm. story and all of that, but so much of it was just awful. And with yeah, the right fixes, bugs everybody comes back. Why, yeah, like where I'm at, where I continued, you know, I got two points of dialogue that would not let me choose anything, so I had to hard quit out of the game. And I was just like, uh, "No, I'm out." Guess, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get hard another pass. patch before I give it a, <laughs> another shot. Yeah, for sure. I think those are those are some good answers. Uh, so. Greg, thank you for the questions. Yeah, dude, and thank you for answering your questions. I really appreciate it. <laughs> we'll say it every podcast. <laughs> um, all right, these next few are from Blade. Blade was one of the ones I had to cut out a few. He was like, man, these dudes need some questions this month. Here's like 15. <laughs> yeah, he cranks them out. Here's three of my favorites. All right, first, and we kind of just talked about it, but right. uh, do you think CD Projekt Red will recover from the cyberpunk disaster? Um, you want me to answer first? Yeah, that's fine. I honestly think they'll be acquired by somebody else this year. That literally what I wrote in my notes was, huh. yeah. You said honestly? No, I said. usually people think you're lying when you say honestly. I mean, that's true. You shouldn't have to preface your statements with honestly. It's just a bad habit I have. I wrote yes, comma, definitely if acquired. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, We're the same. It's one of those games where I don't think they're going to give up on it, and they are going to eventually push out something that is – it's the least playable and better looking. Um, right. But even just when you hold this game up to the Witcher three, it's, it's not close. Even like graphically, it doesn't feel right. close. So not at all. I think after, after the next gen patch, if that doesn't do it for me, uh, 
I may start to lose some hope, but I know that people on PC that had the perfect product here and they all enjoyed it. So I think they can do it. And then, I mean, if they get acquired by somebody big, like say Microsoft and they've got extra money and staff to help out, help expedite this process and actually get things done under deadlines, um, we'll optimize it for next gen consoles and it, hopefully be able to figure out a way for it to run on potato consoles too. Yeah. I, I just think what they did before cyberpunk has garnered enough will goodwill that hopefully it didn't all get tossed but, in the trash with cyberpunk. I think that Witcher three kind of got raked over the coals when it first came initially out it was in rough shape. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I I don't even remember the launch of that game because I don't think I played it for years later. Yeah, so. the only thing I remember about it at launch is I went into GameStop and I was like, so what new games are coming out that are supposed to be cool? And he's like, Witcher 3, dude, that's where it's at. And I was like, pass. <laughs> what do you got with guns? Give me the space one with the, with the <laughs> pew pew, not the yeah. clink clink. I, I got want, you. I want jetpacks and boost boots and, you know. So yeah, we're in agreement that uh, this this will not be the end of CD Projekt Red. They will recover for sure. Yeah. If nothing else, they still sold enough copies even after the returns that they're they're probably doing all right for now. So. Other than their stock took a giant hit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not That's great. the worst part about companies being publicly traded. It doesn't matter, you know, how many copies you sell if people don't believe in the company and pull their and money up. Take all the money. Yep. Yeah. Shut it down. Um. All right, this next one comes in from Blade. Uh, what series do you hope comes out with a new installment? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. This is a weird one, and I don't know why it popped up in my head when he said it, but I decided to write it down because of it. But do you remember the Backyard Games? No. Like Backyard like, oh, Baseball? Yeah, yeah, it was like little kids. Backyard Football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those games, dude? Give me a current generation of one of those games backyard baseball and i don't know if it's just because i feel like there's no good baseball games besides the show obviously mm-hmm. uh but something in the back of my head was like man i would play a backyard baseball game again with pablo sanchez he was the man he was the man in all those games but yeah all right how about you just along those lines because you got my brain in that avenue now i would say street or blitz or NCAA football. Eh, it was always slower than Madden. True. Uh, Blitz, yeah. Yeah, but Blitz or like NBA Street. Dude, I used to have so much fun playing NBA Street 2. I want to say it was on like the GameCube or something at a friend's house. and Just 4v4. Just Did you ever play NBA Street? Um, I don't think so. So it was, it was like um, NBA Jam. But it's like more, levels more it's street like and one basketball where they're doing like crazy moves, right? And super dunks and so yeah, definitely. I would say some of the street franchises because FIFA Street was really good too, and NFL Blitz. Was NFL amazing. Blitz nowadays would be so dope if they no, make if they make they it arcade enough anymore because you can't even do any of that crap in the NFL. Like you can't even touch a quarterback. So yeah, but I mean. It, at no point could you ever knock a guy out of bounds and then jump up and like suplex him after the right. play's over. So yeah. <laughs> you take some liberties there. I don't know if the NFL would sign off on something like uh, that at this point. Uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, what would you feel about somebody making a game kind of like, uh, 
no, I was going to say, what was that? Playgrounds, NBA playgrounds, but those actually use the actual NBA teams. So that was a bad example. But yeah. if you just had like off-brand, not real teams, uh, that maybe were like like the Buffalo Bisons instead of the Buffalo Bills or something, right. just yeah. something dumb like that, and have somebody make an awesome arcadey football game like that with late hits and right. where you could yeah. knock out the wide receiver like midway Extreme through his route. Football. Exactly, something like that. I think that that could be a lot of fun. Sure. Even if it's not branded as Blitz or whatever, but right. So yeah, that's that's. A good I hope one. for some sort of you know street resurgence in sports games. Yeah, bring back the good sports games. We we have everything else. We just yeah. Madden's just going to put twenty two on their next version and call it the game again. Exactly. So, so pay somebody a bunch of money to be on the cover. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Blade's last question: What genre of games do you feel is neglected right now? Sports games, obviously, good sports yeah. games, um, and racing games, really, because like we used to have so many. Like there used to be the Burnout series, there used to be Project Gotham Racing, there used to be like going way back in the day. There was uh, San Francisco Rush, and but oh now my it's, god, it's, dude! Now you're talking about like Forza and um, the one on Gran Turismo, and you know that's. that's Project Cars. Or did they stop? I don't even know if they are still making games. I think games. they're coming out with a third one, but are who they? really plays any of those? I feel like that game was marketed towards like sim racing people, like people that had wheels and pedals and stuff. did they go free to play for a little bit too? They could have. But you started yeah. talking about racing, and then going back to Blade's last question about a new installment, the Twisted Metal series, which I've brought oh, up yeah. a few times over yeah. the past couple of years, but... Yo, give me a new Twisted Metal game in 2021. That would be or so fun. Destruction Derby, or what is that other racing game that came out for the PlayStation 2? That, like, the first one where you're, like, jumping across canyons. Rush? Was it Rush? I mean, Rush definitely had Rush, uh, and then it was, like, four numbers or something. I can't think of the game. But they had courses where it was there was giant jumps and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yep, that one. Dude. Uh, yeah. So more than just uh, Forza is great, but yeah, yeah, we... we just want bombastic sports games. Yeah, man, that was a better one than what I was gonna say. Uh, for me, and you're just gonna hate this answer, but more like tactical games. And, and I realize we got a few of them. Like, like every game is tactical, isn't it? Like turn-based I to play tactical. Desperados, and I was like, damn it, I can't play this either. Yeah, I mean that's a little more. That's not like XCOM style, though, because aren't you moving around way more in Desperados, or no? I watched the video, and it looked like XCOM, but in the Wild West. Okay. So, I mean, you had, I guess there's a decent amount of them. I was trying to think of every genre, and I was like, well, there's this game that came out in this game. But, yeah, you had Gears Tactics. You had Wastelands 3. I thought you were going to say Sim games like Stardew. Dude, I'm all about that. That's what, you know... That's what we really need. We need more survival games, like good survival Ugh. games. The best survival games out right now worst. are things like, oh, we are getting Ark 2. <sighs> Could be a blessing yeah, to these guys right there. My boy. <laughs> my boy, Vin. Moose is going to do a whole playthrough where he just narrates everything that's happening. But, I mean, if you think Turn about the, the volume and just read the subtitles. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> um, but the best survival games, like games like DayZ and Rust, which is super popular right now, and a lot of these games are old or just like rust is yeah. just being talked about now to have a port of it made 
so yeah, I would say it's definitely neglected as far as like console gaming goes. Uh, it took forever for DayZ to hit console, and then when it finally did, it was a pile of garbage. And even now, it's not the best, <laughs> well optimized game. Uh, so give me a triple A AAA developer with money to actually make a legit survival game. And I don't know if it's because nobody wants it. That could totally be the issue that they're afraid that Daisy two isn't going to sell well on the Xbox series X because nobody wants to worry about smashing rocks game, together dude. to make a hatchet. What is it? Grounded. Okay, there's a big difference between wanting a realistic survival game and wanting <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the survival game. But I mean, Pretty realistic. Those blades of grass look real to me, dude. <laughs> okay, but if like if that's the best example we can come up come up yeah. with for sur- the survival genre right now is grounded. Like, that kind of proves my point. Prove your point. But yeah, good questions, Blade. Appreciate it. Um. Oh, the other one I had was real-time strategy games like uh, Halo Wars and Command and Conquer, like StarCraft. I, yeah, when, come out with uh, last, Warcraft when, 3 already. Wait, sure, there you go. In that game, Warcraft 2 came out in like the 90s, and I played the crap out of it. <laughs> so give us the third installment. Yes, uh, so I can type in all my cheat codes. So yeah, I think real-time, I feel like the most recent one that i can think of was halo, halo wars, wars 2. 2 yeah yeah and yeah where's uh starcraft starcraft is huge for so and i think starcraft probably starcraft 2 probably does still have a pretty big uh, like esports scene or multiplayer scene yeah. but for us n- normal people that just want to play an rts like there's nothing out there yeah or uh, command and conquer series command and conquer dude oh my god those games are so good I, I own every single one of them on my pc because they had the entire franchise for like 15 dollars on the right. steam sale once and i was like i don't even know if i'm ever gonna load this up again but 15 bucks for all of them count me in. dude my stepdad had a legit addiction to red alert for like five years dude, red alert is so that's such a good game my mom called his computer his girlfriend because he would literally come home from work, sit down, start up a skirmish, <laughs> and play until like midnight, and then go to bed. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not great, but <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do it anymore. Now he's into the uh, the social media games. So yeah. there you go, perfect. Like Farmville Bill or some crap, or I, dude, I don't know. Awesome. The he's best a games. Facebooker, one of them old folks that took over the Facebook. Yep. That's why I'm never on there anymore. Yeah, dude. There's no reason. Oh, I didn't post our podcast on the Facebook, so shoot. There goes our 60-plus demographic. Shoot. All right. uh, This next one comes in from our dear friend and ex-co-host, Chocolate. He says, with the announcement of Resident Evil Village coming in May, will Moose be playing this game live on stream for Halloween? Why don't you tell me, Risky? I would love to see that. Even just one stream of the first, like, 45 minutes. I'm not opposed to it. We'll see if we can, uh, maybe we'll just gift you the game. We'll just uh, have everybody from the community chip in, and we'll make it a thing. You have to beat the entire game on stream. No. Yeah. If if the community bought the game for you. I'm not going to say no right now. I'm not going to (laughs) be closed-minded. All right. But, uh, you know, I'm open to it. I might check out... um, What's it called? Coming out next month on the Xbox. The medium? Yeah. I think that's this week, isn't it? 
or maybe it's the very beginning of next month. First week or second week of February, I want to say. Well, it's in the games coming out this week, so it's somewhere <laughs> later on, somewhere soon. Um, okay. But yeah, I think that one actually looks pretty awesome. So, um, so we'll see. We'll a hard maybe. Yeah, I'm not saying no. Okay. okay? Hey, what, we'll leave it at that. That's one more could you ask for. Uh, speaking of co-hosts, this next one comes in from Sweeney. He says, will you guys be searching for a third host or putting the rotating chair back out? Um, I think we're both on the same page with the first question. Uh, we're kind of just, we're good with the two for now. Yeah. Um, just trying to get three schedules lined up all the time too is just a giant pain in the butt. Yeah. And I mean, that was a lot of, that was a big part of, uh, why bear couldn't stick around was because it was just, it was getting late for him. And yeah. And then he started being a full timer at the daycare. So you get that full time job and you got to stay up way too late. Right. I get it. Um, so no, I think it'll just be the two of us as far as a, a steady thing. Um, with the rotating chair, I think it, it became a little more difficult, uh, needing someone to have a webcam, uh, but I also realized that's not a huge deal, and we could always just throw up a, a still photo or something if it, if it came down to it. Um, the thought I had had was maybe a monthly thing. We do have a slot that's usually like the third episode of the month that doesn't really have anything attached to it. Um, and my thought was maybe having pulling somebody each month um, from the community to be on could be fun. Um, yeah, and the, the other thing is too, like the thing that we talked about before, even when chocolate before chocolate left. Uh, if, if people have something that they want to talk about or they're super passionate about and they have, you know, stuff they want to say, absolutely let us know and we'll have you on as a guest host. Yeah. But, you know, as Especially far as just trying to find somebody to talk, it, it just doesn't work very well. Yeah. I think that's fair. Especially if a new game's come out and maybe we haven't, we haven't touched on it. Right. Um, or we haven't played it at all. Uh, having somebody like Hitman like him hand shine where you at yeah, right. so um I, yeah i i think you'll definitely you won't just be hearing the two of us uh from here on out uh we'll yeah, we'll leave it sick that. of that we're definitely i i'm getting tired of it so i gotta get somebody in here dude i hear my voice and i cringe so. I, <laughs> dude it's so funny when people like you who have like this perfect voice that everybody's jealous of hear their own voice and they're like ugh. <laughs> No, that's thank what you. I sound like. Yuck. Uh, I think I've just gotten used to my voice over time where it's like the first year of it. I was like, I don't even want to listen to myself talk. Why do other people want to? Right. You, you get used to it, I think. Yeah. Now I pull up into a drive through and I'm listening to myself on a podcast and it's like, <laughs> this dude's so humble. <laughs> <laughs> loves him some him. He just loves himself. Uh, but good question, Sweeney. Uh, and if anyone else was interested about what was uh, going on with that, I'm glad we uh, aired that out a little bit. But um, all right, this next one is also from Sweeney. He says, my eldest is six, and I've been looking for games for her to play. Do you think the Xbox and PlayStation neglect, well, speaking of neglected games, uh, neglect under 10s girls, especially uh, games that they would be interested in? Uh, I think when I was younger, we had so many games. Gex, Rayman, Spyro, medieval crash pokemon croc sonic mario donkey kong and even pandemonium which i've never heard of uh moose can you recommend anything i have the disney rush and disneyland adventures already that was great um overcooked is a really fun game and it's simple 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 for kids because there's like two buttons can you 
because speaking as an adult who gets very angry with Overcooked. Oh, no, I, yeah, but they can effectively play the game. Okay. It's not like, you know, it's still going to be challenging. And, you know, kids are terrible at games. My kids are trying to play through uh, Tropical Freeze right now. Just Literally. use, uh, what's his name? Cool Kong or whatever. Yeah, no, they're playing Funky Mode. Funky Mode, that's what it was. Yeah. And still they're asking me like every 10 minutes, Dad, can you get me up on this platform? Dad, can you get me past this guy? Dad, can... it's like, right. how are you guys playing games if I'm doing it? But uh, let's see, there's um, Viva Pinata. That's oh always my fun. God, so good. I enjoy that game as an adult. Yeah, there's Roblox little dangerous you got to kind of <laughs> monitor that lock, yeah lock down your parental controls on there and definitely see what they're doing uh kids love playing creative mode in fortnite so oh, yeah. my daughter okay. will jump in there with friends or cousins and just you know mess around doing stuff building stuff whatever um what else did i think of oh there's a game called ooblets that i looked up it's a oh, similar to ooblets looks Pinata. awesome yeah yeah and like some stardew stuff going on it seemed like there was yeah. some farming and whatnot. And then uh, Ronan mentioned in Discord the Lego games. You know, you couldn't, you can't go wrong with many of those, any of those games because they're really they'll hold your hand and help you figure it out. And it's it's fun to play along with your kids. You you kind of have to drag them along a little bit, but it's it's a lot of fun to experience games. You know, through their eyes. So those are some of the the more elementary type games, I guess. Oh, and then the the best one is Spyro. Like that game is too simple. Yeah, and I mean he had that on there, but like the remastered versions of Crash and Spyro, I feel like are probably pretty good bets there. Um, right. I'd written down a couple just going off of like these mascots like Croc and Sonic and Gex and all these people. Mm -hmm. uh, just more recent ones, we had Lucky's Tale and Ukulele yep. were two that I I, yep, yep. I didn't actually play either of them. But I know they were kind of created in that same vein as some of those older um, mascot platformers. Yeah. Uh, that Ukulele kind of thing. is like a continuance of Banjo. Banjo, right. right. Yeah. So uh, those two might might be good. I don't know. I haven't dove into them and don't have daughters. So <laughs> there you go. Not yet. <laughs> don't you curse me with that moose. It's not a curse. I didn't mean that. Sorry. Put um, that bad juju on me. Don't you give me that bad juju, Ricky Bobby. Um. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, yeah, there's a few of them to start with, and I'm sure she'll find something that grabs her, and you can always go to uh, Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. Uh, there's a creative mode in that as well, whatever it's called. Yeah. I can't think of it. Is it just creative mode? Yeah. Survival so. and creative. Create yeah. the world or I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, well, hey, community members who send in the questions, thank you. Appreciate it. Each and every Definitely. time. Some good questions there. Some good discussions. Um, what we didn't talk about before we moved into that uh, was stuff coming out this week. Um, so let me let me hit you with that real quick. What you got? Okay. So, uh, I mean, we talked about the medium coming out. And that game, man, I'm, there's... This list is actually huge. <laughs> is there but, anything on it, though? But Phil... Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so the Medium is coming out Thursday, January 28th. I think that's the biggest one. That's uh, Xbox... I mean, the Xbox platform uh, series and the old Xbox One uh, and PC. And it's also 
day and date with Game Pass. So no reason not to check it out. It looks scary as hell, dude. It, it looks a little spooky. I do think it has the whole cool, like, living in, I want to say, like, Two the worlds. hellscape version. Yeah, and, like, the, yeah. the current different version. Dimensions. Just like, Two different uh, dimensions. That's why I'm excited for uh, Ratchet and Clank. That, oh my god, that can, and like the tech demos they showed of that, just like seamlessly going from world to world. Yeah. Whew. Um, some other ones, maybe uh, Project Winter comes out Tuesday, January 26th on Xbox, uh, Cyber Shadow, Snowtopia, Ski Resort Tycoon, if you're into Oops. that kind of thing, on PC. Eh, it's not on Switch. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Wednesday, January 27th, Hyposphere Rebirth, The Dark Eye Chains of Sat- Satin- Satinov. What a name. Uh, and the Dark Eye Memoria. I literally haven't heard of half of these games. No. Thursday, January oh, 28th, no. <laughs> the Yakuza Remastered Collection. I've heard of Yakuza. That's on Xbox and PC. Is the next one down, is that Ouija? Like a Ouija board? I, I thought it was Ouija, but no, that looks like Ouija. O- okay, because <laughs> nobody needs to be making a game about a Ouija board. Uh, Journey to the Savage Planet is going to have a Steam release that same day. That's a game. Woot. Nah, that's it, dude. Um, If you want to play a good game, it seems like you should just play the medium on Thursday. Uh, Other than that, just a bunch of things coming out on Switch and PC. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'll curate this list one of these days. Yakuza Remastered Collection comes out on Xbox on Thursday. What does? Yakuza Remastered Collection. Yeah, that's what I said. I said I've heard of the Yakuza Remastered. I've heard of Yakuza I'm before. Sorry. I don't listen. It's okay. To you. No, I understand you're not listening because you were doing the same thing I was. Just yeah, just reading, eyeballing through all of these terrible <laughs> games and being like, "What is all of this?" Sort of the Necromancer comes out on all platforms, so that's got to be good, right? What is sort of the Necromancer? I don't know. I got that other Necromancer game that you dance in. Yeah, that that's like the rhythm one. <laughs> right. Maybe this is the same thing. Uh, just number two. I don't know, folks. There's there's games you can go see what if they're good. Mm-hmm. Games of Gold, though, they haven't changed since last week. You have Little My- Nightmares, which is good till the end of the month. Dead Rising, which... It may not have aged well as we figured out this episode is good until the 15th uh, and then for OG Xbox backwards compatibility you got breakdown until the 31st whatever that is PlayStation Plus uh, make sure you get out there and get Maneater, Greedfall and Shadow of the Tomb Raider you've got about 6 more days nope 5 more days the day this comes out so make don't sure you get those downloads this week y'all. no don't That's well worth the download I'm assuming it's still just Did downloaded. You download it it's yet? downloaded. Yes, all it's right. it's all there. Right. Right. The make it your February game to beat. That's not a bad idea. It's you said not. you said it's not that long either. Nah, dude, it's it's less than twenty hours. I want to say cool. I can start it and actually I can probably start it now and then I'll just make sure I don't finish it. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you put the controller down. I had a problem with that. So. Ah, shoot. All right, that's the podcast. What Good. about games with gold? Dude, I literally just went through them. Okay. You're not listening to me at all. Little Nightmares yeah. until January 31st. <laughs> Dead Rising, which we just talked about how it's bad, is good until February yeah, 15th. <laughs> and Breakdown on the OG Xbox. <laughs> no, no, no. The new ones that just got announced. 
oh well that's not relevant to this podcast yet that's next okay. week's but february starts before the next podcast okay so what game we've got gears five yeah bro and i don't know i'm looking in our Discord. <laughs> so i was gonna save them till next week so we'd know what they were well usually we come to class prepared i did i came prepared with what they could get this week <laughs> Fine. That's why I didn't hear because I was listening for other games. And actually, technically, I guess isn't Monday the thirty first. So really, before next podcast, you could get these new games. You're splitting hairs now, buddy. Thirty first is Sunday. Uh, yeah. Well, Gears Five is in Game Pass, so you probably <laughs> already have it, anyways. So what's the point? You know what? The best part is I'm looking in sports for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this has been a train wreck of a podcast. If you are still here at the two-hour mark or whatever time it is, God bless you. Best I, episode yet. I could barely make it through this thing, so if you're still here, I love you. Um, I'm just going to plug the show up because... Yeah, I got it, bro. I got it. You're good? Yeah. Um, February 1st to the 28th, we've got uh, Resident Evil of some sort. Revelations. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dandara. Dandara, yep. And then we got Gears 5, and then Xbox, we got uh, Indiana Jones. Perfect timing. Emperor's Tomb, and Lost Planet. Oh, Lost Planet, that's some good stuff. I mean, that's probably just another set of games that doesn't hold up well, but right, Lost Planet yeah. back in the day, those those three games, whew, money. So, glad money. I saved your butt there. Thank God, because you know, nothing, <laughs> we almost sunk the ship, dude. That giant iceberg we hit an hour oh, and a half ago. Man, I have been patching up the bottom of this boat for hours. Dude, now. just band-aid after band-aid, uh, and we finally see shore. Uh, so we're going to smash into it now. Streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast. If you've listened this far, you already know where to find us. Good on you. But if you need links to anything, streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast. I think he, we need a new podcast host next week. He's. I'm going to take the week off. My internet's going to take the week <laughs> off. We're going to come back, and hopefully things will work. Um, if you want to find me for whatever reason, Risky the Kid everywhere. Moose, how about you? Moose and Stein, 8314, all places. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Peace out. Why doesn't James Bond fart in bed? Because he's shaking, not stirred. I don't know. Because it would blow his cover. (laughs) (laughs) Fart jokes are funny. What's the most common resolution for 2021? Uh, Lose weight. To do all the things we said we'd do in 2020. That seems fair. (laughs) (laughs) Like lose weight. (laughs) Nailed it.
Uh, I'd love to get paid to sleep. It would be a dream job. Jeez. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Noah. Noah who? Noah good joke about January? (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) All right, here's this one. Knock, knock. Who's there? I see. I see who? I see a January snowstorm coming.